0: like he's watching the show and 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 sees that doesn't want to do anything with justin so he uh, he joins us right now here and marty how you doing for, oh look at that look at marty well, hold on here hold on uh, marty how you doing first of all
1: good joseph and you
0: i'm doing i'm doing fantabulous not fabulous fantabulous. Not fabulous now well, marty, i'm happy
1: that you got a haircut because the last time that we were doing this you uh You look like Sasquatch.
0: Yeah, well, whatever, whatever, whoever Sasquatch is. All right, so now, Marty, let me ask you something, okay? Today is my sister's birthday. In honor of my sister, I told her, you got to watch the show because Marty Roberts, one time only, performs happy birthday. All right? So you have a capacity crowd. Oh, look! Look who's there. William, William George is in the background there. Look at the long hair he has now. All <laughs> right. So perform "Happy Birthday" before we start this around the main. I don't,
1: don't sing, Joseph. I will say "Happy Birthday" though to your sis- to your sister. What is she? Twenty seven now. I had twenty years. All right. So th-
0: that's. Well, uh, she looks
1: twenty seven. You look. 77.
0: I look good. Hey, I look, you look good. 77, Joseph. Marty, uh, here, I'm going to ask you this. February was our birthday. What did yep. you do for, uh, for our birthday?
1: Well, I end up, uh, I didn't do anything on the day of. I did go out a couple days later to the keg. Family took me out there, and I'm waiting for a, a gift to arrive, um, but I can't say what it is. I know what it is, Marty. Do you want me to tell
0: <laughs> tell the world what it is? It is not money. No, it's it's
1: not, not, it's a, not, money. Money. It's
0: not a haircut. It's
1: it's not, a, I don't need a haircut. I, no. I don't I, All need, right. I need hair plugs. I don't I don't need haircut. So uh, Marty, uh
0: I got you on here because you know you're the king of baseball here, the grizzled young veteran, not the rookie sensation. Some people still call you the rookie sensation. You yeah. elevated <clears throat> To the Grizzled Young Veteran. I don't know what position after the Grizzled Young Veteran it will be, but I'll make it up. All right. Today, today, pitchers and catchers reported. And yesterday here in Toronto was 15 degrees. Today, minus 15, but whatever. All right. Pitchers and catchers, you're a former pitcher. Take us through going to the facility. And it's the first day. Do you even throw even harder or you, you're here you're chumming around with the, your teammates and your
1: friends? Well, they've all been getting ready for the last you know month or so anyway. So getting to camp is all about uh, you know getting the, the juice is flowing, getting yourself ready now for for the start of the season. So pitchers and catchers report today. I'm sure they you know everyone on three a little bit on the side. Some will be uh, a little bit further than others, depending on how much work they put in during the offseason. And, you know, it's it's a, you know, these guys look forward to it. And as you saw, players are showing up that don't have to report yet either. You know, yeah. Bichette, Vlad, Springer, Kiermaier, all those guys. Chapman were all there taking BP over the last few days. So they all get there. Usually the guys get there and do it. The only ones that don't come early are the ones that have visa issues that take a little bit more time to get there. But or contract squabble, but it means there's only what a month and a half until maybe month and two weeks till season starts.
0: Month and two weeks meaning a month and a half also. <laughs> well,
1: it depends on what month it is. <laughs> all
0: right. So, so Marty, as you can see in the background, this was a Roger Center before all the renovations and all that. Yep. It, it seems like every week or two. They keep giving us glimpses of the new it looks like the fences are new color and everything like that. I don't they're know if higher about...
1: they're 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 jigging in in some spots you know it, it's gonna be interesting to see I, I know Springer said it's going to take some time to get used to because you know it, at one spot it's it's going to be closer and then it'll it'll jot out a little bit more yeah. fences are higher so it's going be take some time to get used to we haven't seen what it actually looks like yet. But if you take take, for example, just look at how they play in Houston. Look at that fence up there. How you know it's normal, then it goes back some and it comes out, and then there's a hill in center field. So it, it's gonna be interesting to see how these guys transition to a new outfield wall fence. Um, gonna be higher. It's gonna be nice to see once it's all done. I'm gonna guess we might not see it until They actually play
0: first week of April, probably. No, no, they'll give you a couple of you know days before you know Blue Jays come back and everything like that, but they'll they'll give you a chance to look at it and everything like that. But the Blue Jays have a new well, what am I going to say it? A new executive, good friends of of Shapiro and a special
1: assistant, he'll be to Shapiro and Atkins. Uh, uh, Victor Martinez, you know, played Cleveland, Detroit um yeah he'll help them out it's it's a, I guess they they got a long launch pair on him were really close so they they brought him on to see what he can do how he can uh help with this organization it's it's funny they brought him mattingly they brought in martinez they are bringing in some old school guys that are coming in to you know try and get the this team over the bump and get to the world series right they've they've made a ton of changes like i i this might be the best free agent time I've I've remembered over the last you know seven eight nine years that the Jays have done here. Like they've made some some quality moves, and you know they made another big signing, and it, they've done that over the last two or three years, right? Gosman, Springer, Ryu, then go and sign Bassett this year. So they they're not against spending the money, but this is the first time they're going to have to pay some luxury tax.
0: And uh, just a side note, and Padres against spending, spending. They signed Cole Hamels on a minor league deal. You know, if he has a little bit stuff left, he could be a good addition. But you know, Padres, much like the Mets, are spending, spending, spending.
1: Yeah, the, you know, I, I guess San Diego looks at that they they're they're all in when they when when got in Soto last year. They you know, so they they have to. Soto I think's a free agent at the end of this year, I believe he is. So they they have to make a run it. Cause what if Soto doesn't resign with them? So then they've lost all those players. Soto's gone and they don't have, so they're going to make a run. You know, they, they, I think Waka signed there as well. Um, Darvish resigned again for an extension. Their, their, ro- their rotation is going to be pretty solid again in San Diego. Tatis will be back at some point as well. We'll see how he goes. Bogarts is, is there. They they have uh, some nice P and I read that they're trying to, you know, extend uh, Machado as well. Yep. And uh, don't forget uh,
0: baseball's even earlier because of the world baseball classic. Yep, Marty, are you excited for the WBC?
1: Oh, I'll, you know what? I'll watch it. I'm not excited if I can tell you the truth. I, I I went to it years ago when they had it at uh I guess it would have been a Sky Dome at that time, and I went and watched Canada. I think they played the U.S. I can't remember. Anyways, I went there. It's it's nice because you get to watch baseball. It's not the same when you watch other like World Cup type things. Yeah. It, it just doesn't have that same feel for me. It's nice we get to watch it, but um, I think Team t- Canada is going to be a little bit um, tough. Let let's just say it that way. Finn, they're, gonna in, they're they're they're, they're going to be in tough against some of these uh, teams that they're going to face. Like I. I there's, I think there's three players on Team Canada actually play for the Toronto Mets where I helped out all those years. You got Andrew Yerzy, Denzel Clark, and uh, Brat will be uh, suiting up for them, and then a couple other Ontario kids as well as in Brash and and Bo Naylor will be there. Quantroll, they got a young team with a mixture of some older guys, but I think they're going to be in a little bit trouble. Yes, Freeman's going to be there and O'Neill, but I think they're still going to. Be in a bit of a, a tough situation there.
0: How About the Dominican or Cuba and US, of course. But are those three teams? And much like you know, we talk about in in the Olympics for hockey and and especially for ladies hockey coming off with Taylor and Justin here. But is it much like three, four,
1: five teams, and that's it? Uh you know what? There is. It's a little bit different though when you look at baseball because if you have your 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 main guy going, your stud, you could you could win that game, right? So you could yeah. you could sneak it out and, and the pitcher could win that game for you with it, some timely hitting, right? So yes, those would be the top Dominican. I think is is the the favorite going in right now. It looks like, but anything can happen. Like uh, you know, anyone could step up and and guys that you didn't realize, like I as much as I said, Canada could be in tough. These guys that I just mentioned could come in and and really shine on the big stage right so you just don't know what's going to happen with baseball i think it's a little bit different like i said like you know you got hockey you got football one player is going to really turn things around in there whereas one or two guys in in baseball could win you a game not necessarily a series but could win you a game or two so it's it's they'll be fun to watch that's for sure i I'll look forward to it, but I'll be looking more forward to when the Jays start. All
0: right. So getting back to the Jays and Major League Baseball. If the Jays start off bad in April and May, do you think uh panic Button will set
1: in here? I, I think you know we we they have to not panic the the fans. It's gonna it might take some time. Like there are a bunch of new guys have come in.
0: And it might new take stadium, some, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, new stadium. So it might take some time. If they if they struggle to start off, I wouldn't get too worried about it. Now, if it continues on for a couple months, yes, you could see some things happening, but I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't like the the players that they've added are, and what they subtracted by getting rid of. You've added guys that put winning before every, everything else. You know, it doesn't matter. Like Show will run through a brick wall if it means that he's going to win that game. No, bass it's another guy that that takes it very seriously there's no joking around yes you know they can have fun but we've talked about this before making fruit salad drinks and stuff like that are no longer so you have guys that want to be there and want to win with the guys that they already had there and you know Vlad and and Bichette and Springer I'm I'm gonna be uh watching this team very closely like I do every year but I think this year is just different. They can win with their their speed, power, uh, pitching. Uh, this is going to be an interesting team to watch. So uh, I'm all joking
0: aside here, but it's, is there did they get rid of the Homer jacket?
1: Probably not. I, I don't. You no, know, I don't mind them celebrating like that. The only thing I don't like about the Homer jacket is when they're up or down a bunch of runs and they're still bringing that yeah. thing out. Right? I it just. You know, I'm an old school guy. Just go sit down the bench, wait for your next time at bat, and that's the way it is. But every team's doing it. Right? You see guys pushing bundle buggies down and yeah, yeah. and throwing water in guys' face, wearing cowboy hats. So every every team has their their home run uh, celebration. But yeah. I, I think the the jacket is is still going to be there.
0: Well, you were on the on the scene here, one of the first wants to report Bull Bichette, three years, $33 million there. Is that too much, too little? Because in the next three years, he's not—he's going to go from 33 to 133.
1: Watch that. True, truthfully, I think the, the Jays got a pretty good deal there. I, I really do. Because you, you look at what Bichette wanted for this year. He wanted $7.5 million. And he's got two years left after that. So you could say if he had a, a – big year like he could be asking what Vlad's getting you know 17 18 million so with with the bonuses that he could get uh it takes him up to 40 just over 40 million that's where I thought it would be so that's where they they ended up but some bonuses will help him get there it's the arbitration process sucks for the players it really does as we saw today uh Corbin Burns from from Milwaukee went and lost he lost his case with Milwaukee all over seven hundred, like forty-nine thousand dollars, and Milwaukee went in and pretty much said that the reason why they didn't make the postseason is because of Burns. So Burns has said that's left a sour taste in his mouth. So you know that's something that these teams have to look at. Yeah, okay, you, you saved seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, but do you honestly think Burns is going to want to stay there long term now? What is probably, it, probably not. And you're looking at what is really seven hundred fifty thousand. Well, right, and it's not like. And and I'll give it to the Jays and Bichette. Is, is you know, as much as they didn't come right up and settle, they worked it out before the case came and yeah. they got it done because they did the Jays didn't want to go into this this uh arbitration and say negative things about Bichette, and Bichette didn't want obviously want to go and hear negative stuff about him because the teams aren't going in saying he's the best player around yeah, to yeah. give the money up, right? They're going there to say why he doesn't deserve it. So I, I'm glad that they settled that. And now the Jays don't have to worry about Bichette for the next two years after this one. They know at the end of the year there's no arbitration for him. They can take care of it. And hopefully they can extend something more than the next two or three years with him. Vlad's another guy. He's got two more years as well. We'll, we'll see. Like it's like I said, guys like we saw today with Corbin Burns saying, you know, it left a sour taste in him and, and the – uh their relationship is fractured now. Teams don't realize that, that that could hold big and, and Burns as soon as he can, will get out of town.
0: So another thing that uh everybody's talking about today was Choi Atani, and he's entering his last, I guess, full year yep. with Anaheim. And let me ask you this, pitcher, hitter, if he has another bang up year, could he be the first guy to make sixty to seventy million a year?
1: I don't know if he'll get that much. He's gonna get obviously his contract when whatever he does sign isn't gonna be a ten year deal because he's a little bit older. Yeah, but he's gonna get you know, man. He could he could get that fifty million dollars. He, he could definitely get and fifty I million per year.
0: He's he's a pitcher and yep. he's a star pitcher and he's a star player.
1: Yep. Now the only problem is that there's only a few teams that can pay them that kind of money. And the Mets obviously is one of them. Do they want to go up? Like they're already going to pay somewhere in the neighborhood like $80, $90 million in luxury tax this year. Do they want to up that and pay like $110 million, $150 million next year in luxury tax? The Yankees. I don't I don't see Otani ever going to the Yankees. Maybe the Dodgers, you know, just go over a little bit from or the Angels play, it's going to be interesting to see. And what is Anaheim thinking going to be? If they're they're nowhere near a playoff spot, will they look, if they have no, uh, um, I guess, indications that Otani will sign with them, do they decide to trade
0: him? Well, here's the other question. How long can Trout be in Anaheim, considering if they get rid of Otani, like, are they going to get eventually Trout? And he's getting older, but still, yeah. arguably, if not the best,
1: probably in top three. Yeah. You know, as as much as they have Otani there and Trout, they're still don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Right. So, even if Trout, you could say, why is he staying there? Well, obviously he likes Anaheim. He, he loves playing there, likes living there. But if they're not winning with, with Otani, anyways, you might as well bring in someone to see if they if that helps out right and and see if that gives them a boost and 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 see from there like it, it's going to be an interesting year for anaheim There, watching how that whole tawny situation unfolds if they keep them do they do they sign them do they there, there's so many balls that are going to be in the air here with him it'll be interesting to see it will like he Look what Soto got last year. Otani would get a lot more in any trade uh, discussions, right? So the clock's on Anaheim now to see what they're going to do with Otani. And we'll see if Otani really wants to stay there or does he want to go to a winner, right? Trout likes Anaheim. Otani might necessarily just, you know, he wants to be in a winner. So he moves somewhere where he has a bigger chance to win and still, you know, make, you know, $50 million a year.
0: Just getting back to uh, Martinez for a second, uh, I like the fact that he's also Spanish because, you know, the, you take away uh, some Spanish blood on the team, but you have a veteran presence who, who's Spanish and all that. That can benefit, like, the because, you know, I'm Spanish. That can benefit all the Spanish because Vlad still can't speak English. So, and they're, uh, they're always in a little corner and all that. But here's the other thing that I want to mention. Baseball said they're going to continue on with the extra inning rule, the the time clock, and we have Steve, and we're going to have, have Steve on again the time clock and everything like that. Let me ask you, what do you think will be the greatest change that players have to get used to this season, like right away?
1: Well, it's it's going to be it's going to be the pitch clock for sure. Like there there's going to be guys you you, you watch some of these guys they take so much time in between pitches now. They have to get back up there and get ready to throw. The guy at the plate has to get in there and get ready. Um, it, it's going to be a big change. And and I saw that Gossman's talking about how he's going to have to change his motion with runners on base because MLB is yeah. going to be playing closer attention now with the clock and, and guys coming set and, More and in the stretch position for box. So he's got to tinker with that a little bit to make sure he comes set so it's a clear stop in the motion it's there's going to be some getting used to it, I say with the with with the pitch clock because man on base you know you got I think it's what 20 seconds where the heck it is you throw over i think you're allowed to go twice over yeah before you have to go home i i, I don't know necessarily but it, that'll be the biggest thing that will will uh take some time to get used to for the pitchers for sure and the hitters have to be ready as well because the pitcher wants to go the hitter has to be there yeah he has a pitcher he he has to be there and we've seen over the years we've seen guys just you know that are human you know uh rain delays when they're on the map when they're uh at the plate like i just remember no more garcia perra always fixes and yeah and doing all that stuff right and then there's guys that just get on the get on the the mound and let's go no messing around let's just
0: let's go right if this is successful Imagine how much better baseball is going to be because we talked about Yankees and Red Sox four hour game. Yeah, if we could get hours twenty minutes, that's like everything now. Hockey's two hours twenty minutes, basketball two hours twenty minutes, and and okay you have extra inning games or whatever, but and you have the odd three hour game, but your average, from what Steve says, the average is two hours thirty two minutes.
1: Yeah, so, I. To me, I don't care if the game's two hours or four hours. I, I really don't care. I I'm there can't. when I when I'm watching. I'm there to watch it. If I'm going to the park, I'm there till it's done. I'm not worried about. Hey, I got to get it out of here at two and a half hours. That's not what I'm I'm looking at. It's you know. But it, it will I, it will I mean, attract covering, people.
0: Co- co- sorry, covering the game that I you know when I was in the media and all that, you won't believe in the fifth inning people leaving six didn't people leave i don't see that in hockey people leaving in the second period
1: no and i I think too that has a lot to do with how many games there are in the mlb right so okay i'm leaving today you know i got season tickets i go down there we will go after work we'll watch five innings then we'll come back the next day watch another five innings there's so many games there's you know what there is in nhl mlb teams play at home that many games yeah. What the NHL and the NBA play overall. So there, there's so many games, and you know, that's why some people bail or come late to games. Toronto's very bad for that, coming late to games. Yeah. Like all of a sudden in the fourth inning, it's full, but in the first inning, there was no one there. Same yeah. as hockey. Hockey's the same yeah. way. All all sports are, are the same way. Um, I, I think you got the bases too that are gonna be bigger. I think they're going from 15 yeah. to 18 inches. So that's gonna make uh I guess stealing they want to increase. People stealing bases, the shift—that's going to help a lot of guys. That—that's yeah. guys uh, that are, are strictly pull hitters are going to benefit for this because there's no fourth outfielder out there standing in the outfield. It, that's going to make a difference. And I think that might help Varsho a lot this year. That there is no shift. Uh, he likes pulling the ball, so there's going to be some change in over the next couple of years. We're going to have, maybe have that robo call in, right? So it's. Yeah. Things are changing here, and, you know, the one thing about the pitch clock too, Joe, is that when you're – and I always have been this way when I was pitching. When you take too much time in between pitches and, and not getting back up there, getting ready to throw, the, the defense behind you sort of gets lackluster and isn't really into the game. So this might keep them engaged more, knowing that, hey, pitch is going to come. we got to stay in this. You know, it's just the same if a pitcher goes in there just throwing balls. This, his defense starts, like – Drifting off and they're not really into the game, so then a balls hit to them. You know they booted around because they're not they're not into the game because the pitcher's not doing his job. So this twenty-second pitch clock will will help, I think, with staying engaged a lot more. All right. So uh, right now, you,
0: we're February sixteenth. We're about a month and a half, six weeks
1: away. Are the Blue Jays winning the AOE? East? I I think they're. they're- team to beat in the LA. So I really do. And you look at the Yankees now, they have two injuries. Montaz is probably out for the season with some shoulder surgery. Yeah. And that's an interesting situation there because at first it was the doctor said if he can pitch to the pain, he can keep pitching. You know, basically no more damage is going to be done. And the next thing yeah. you know, he's opting for shoulder surgery. Shoulder, yeah, Cortez had to bail out of the WBC yeah. because of a hamstring injury. So they're already, having not start started and the Yankees already have some injuries that are going to hurt them. So I, I think if, if the Jays can stay healthy, and we've seen it, you know, Springer is notorious for getting hurt. Kiermaier gets hurt. So there is some guys in this lineup that do get hurt. So Let's hopefully hope they the outfield, can also because because if,
0: if they get injured in the outfield, uh, there's like, who are you going to – Marty, you got to start trading, man, because who are you going to bring up?
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be, like, they, they have – you know, Merrifield can go in the outfield right now. Bejo that can go and relieve some guys yeah, in the outfield. That's, that's a a week at best. Okay, yeah, you can't yeah. put a guy there for a month. Nope, nope. But I'm saying that hopefully that they rotate them in and they give you know a guy like Springer and Kiermer some time off, so they're not taking as much abuse on their on their body. Like Springer said, he's feeling really good. He had the, uh, I think it was bone chips. I think he had. He said he's, his is is arms feeling really good. So hopefully. You know, because that's what put him a lot last year was that that elbow or whatever it was. Yeah, You could see him when he was swinging, so hopefully that doesn't bother him, and he, and he stays healthy. That's the big thing in this. It's a, it's a long season. Can these guys stay healthy? And, you know, for a lot of them, they can. Like Jansen for the last couple of years has been hurt an awful lot. Can he stay healthy? Now, the good thing at least with that is as much as they traded Morano away, Bar- show can go and catch if need be. So there there's no concern with that. Well I, I think the Jays or... are I think the Jays are the team to beat in the East. I, I really do. Um it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they come out of the gates. Their starting rotation. Noah. how's he gonna beat? Gossman, is he gonna have the same year he had last year? Bassett. Barrios. you know, Brios. That's the big one right there, is Brios. Yeah, does he bounce back and pitch like he did before he got to but Toronto? If he does, or- if he does, imagine
0: a four a, a four starter winning yeah. fifteen games.
1: Right, you you have a very solid, probably the best in the American League. If if Barrios can come back the way he was, and we'll see what if Kikuchi's that five guy. I know Mitch White's injured; he hurt his shoulder or something like that. So no big loss in my opinion. Like <laughs> Mitch White's yeah, not he, around. He, Mitch White's he, not he, around. He, I'm not I, really a, I'm so not a fan you of him.
0: could got like uh, from Walmart, right? You because they don't pitch really. Uh, every 50, come on, like nah, you no, know, yeah,
1: yeah, early like there's there's off days in that that'll they can miss the fifth guy, but if Kikuchi can pitch like a fifth guy should, you know, go out there and give you some quality innings, not necessarily win every time out, but you know give you you know eight to ten wins in the year, keep that ERA somewhere around four, that's a pretty good fifth guy that they have there, and then I still think that Pearson somehow is going to be somewhere in this. I don't know if it's going to be that starter. Or in the bullpen.
0: Well, Pe- Pearson, let's, let's hope he stays healthy. And let's hope for all Blue Jay fans' sake, everybody stays healthy because there's the on paper, like they always say on paper, great team all that. But on paper could also one bad injury, two bad injuries, and it could be all, you know, finished. So I'm gonna ask you our final question as we close out here at Fired Up Live and around the majors and all that. Which is the toughest division right now in Major League Baseball. We have, you know, Blue Jays, and we have Yankees, and Tampa's always – like, I don't understand Tampa because always you say in Blue Jays division to win, but who's right behind – forget going to be Tampa. You know that.
1: Yeah, you get that National League East. Yeah. You have, you have those guys over there that is pretty solid there. That, there's three teams there that – could win a hundred plus games in that division.
0: Yeah. And Philadelphia Atlanta, Philadelphia,
1: Atlanta and the Mets. Yeah. So you got those. Bad three bad guys. Miami. <laughs> Why? Right. But like Philadelphia made some big gets as well. They, they went out and got Turner. Um, You know, yes. uh Harper isn't going to be there. I don't know when he'll be back, but he had, I think it was Tommy John surgery as well. So the good thing is he'll be able to swing he doesn't necessarily need to have, have to throw the ball. So that's the good thing there. But the Philadelphia is a pretty solid team. The Mets with all the moves that they did and, and you know, signing some other guys and, and Atlanta is always there. That's a solid, like you look at the American league East, yes, the Yankees, the Jays and Tampa. I, I don't know if it necessarily compares to the three in the national league East. And, and you still look at that, that, west and nl as well right you still got the yeah. dodgers san diego san francisco as much as san francisco's lost some players they, they still have some guys there that can uh that can play so I, i'm looking forward to i can't wait till i i think sports that actually show more games this year during the yeah. spring training than they in any other any other year right so it, it'll be great to get going I, i'm going to guess what another week they'll start playing some games and yeah um it's about time. It's been a long winter, w- without watching baseball. So
0: uh, as we close it out here, um, a couple of days ago, Tim McCarver, eighty-one years old, uh, famed broadcaster, passing away here. I th- they announced it today, but I believe he passed away two, three days. Yeah,
1: he, pa- he passed away a couple of days ago. I was, I was reading. I didn't even know, and I saw it on Twitter, and I saw um, someone posted. And I'm like, really, and then. I looked and I didn't see anything, and then someone wrote an article today about it. So, yeah, eighty-one. I didn't think he was eighty-one years old. He didn't look eighty-one years old. old. He looked he looked really good when I the last time we saw him in the booth. I can't uh, remember when the last time was, but yeah, there's well, you know in
0: six months. Last six months, we lost you know LA Dodgers, Vince Scully, and now Tim McCarver. So it's like, give me your favorite Tim McCarver. He was, you know, I know here we're more about the Blue Jays, you know, when we look back for the Oliver and, and and Tom Cheek, Jerry Hamworth, just on the radio side and all that. But McCarver was there for a long time with Bob Costas there and and for the guy who, you know, Joe Buck, not, uh, you know, his his son there. And he <laughs> should give Tim McCarver a lot of credit because he was starting out and he was paired up with Tim McCarver also.
1: Yeah, McCarver is, you know, I, I like listening to these former big league players that don't make the broadcast about them. You know, they know their stuff, but they don't relate it back to this is what I did or this is how I did it. They give you your insight, but you just feel like, hey, I can listen to this guy for forever. And, he, you know, he was one of those guys and he had that voice to to, to talk. And there's not many of them around. Like, we we listened to you know the Jays guys with with tabler and, and Martinez. i know tabler's not there but they they don't like mccarver was 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 better than than those guys um yeah. you know bucks pretty good but mccarver w- and for was that really matter
0: cool. you know i don't think now that he hasn't but remember, i don't know if you probably remember tony kubek he yep. was here all the time he was good and and we didn't I don't know if appreciation is is the right word, but Tony Kubek was very good here.
1: Yeah, and and we have Dan Schollman. Yeah, that's the play-by-play, and he's one of the best around. And you know what? He just goes with the when something's thrown his way or something is said, and he doesn't necessarily agree with it or he he scratches. He just moves on. He just keeps going. He doesn't act like what the heck did you just say? And he's just you know whether it's he's calling NCAA basketball games or. He's full-time this year with the Blue Jays. So we get to listen to Dan Shulman every single game, which is nice. Because when he's not, it, it sort of misses something with the broadcast. And and Showman being there is a guy that, you know, has decided he just wants to stay in Toronto this year and do the games for the Blue Jays, which is great. Now, I'm guessing it has a lot to do with his his young kid and his, his yeah, wife. He just he got wants remarried to spend... also. He yeah.
0: just got remarried also. so
1: That he wants um, to be around. But, you know, the, the Jays always have had guys that come in and they and they do games. And, you know, Showman is probably might be the best one they've had.
0: Yeah. And, uh, again, uh, for those who are uh, just tuning in, Tim McCarver, uh, baseball great uh, broadcaster, passing away at the age of 81 years old. Uh, again, and pitchers and catchers reported today we're about uh, a week away from spring training by the way, the Blue Jeans home opener will be April 11th April 11th, they start on the road I think it's a nine game road trip because of the renovations here at yeah. the Rogers Center, but uh, they, I believe April 11th it's Detroit, uh, I think it's Detroit, so it's April 11th home opener and really in a new home Long overdue since uh, 1989, when they moved to uh well Skydome, now Rogers Center, and played Milwaukee Brewers. Paul Molitor got the first hit in Skydome.
1: Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor.
0: Yeah, uh, it's
1: you know the their 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 teams pretty much set, but there is a couple spots open, like the uh, the bullpen. There could be a guy here there, like Richards might be on the bubble. The you know, is there a
0: a spot open because you you mentioned you know uh, the flamethrower there? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because you got you you also don't forget like Chad Green's going to be in in here at some point during this year, probably July, August, somewhere in that neighborhood. So then what happens? Um,
0: coming back then too.
1: Yeah, you got you, so there it's going to be interesting to see with, with that, like. You know, Richards could be a guy that's you know throwing in a trade. So where you got Zach Pop, right? That might yep. might not be in the in the bullpen to start the year. Pearson, the one thing with Pearson, I think he still has some options left. So he could be in the bullpen and then send him down and bring him up, you know. So that might be something we see with Pearson. He does start in the bullpen. Like when he was in the the Mexican um, I think it was the, the fall league. Yeah. You know, he dominated there in his 13 innings, right? 17 strikeouts, didn't allow any runs, a couple of hits, and only walked a couple of guys. So that's a guy that if Pearson can figure it out. And I've said this for probably the last three or four years, I take abuse for it because I'm such a Pearson guy. I just love how he throws, but for some reason, you know, freak injuries tend to follow him around.
0: Just had a bad luck. Bad luck. You
1: know, whether it's you got mono last year, he, he got a line drive off his shoulder broke his arm one year, like the hernia, the sports hernia. If this guy could just figure it out, because not everyone can throw 100 miles an hour in this game. Yes, sir. There, there's more, more than that are now, but he can throw it on a consistent basis, 98 to 100 miles an hour. If they can get him straight health-wise, that is such a big ad. When you've got guys in that bullpen in, in Romano, um, Swanson, if Green's there, you got guys, guys with swing and miss stuff now, which you, you hadn't had in the last few years. Now your bullpen, because truthfully, what cost us the game against Seattle, besides Schneider taking kosman out, was, was the bullpen blew up. Bass, bass throw very well. So if we have guys that are back there where, you know, Schneider doesn't feel worried about, hey, I could take this guy out and bring this guy in. The only concern we have left handed reliever is Mesa, and he really struggles getting right handed guys out.
0: And that leads to uh, the next question. And your old lefty 22, that's your, your handle there. So you mentioned Pearson throwing 100 miles an hour. Why is it, and I know Chapman, you know, why is this Chapman throws 99, 100 miles? But why do mostly righties throw 100 and these maybe 95
1: yeah it's a it's a word thing. you say you know crafty lefties right yeah. lefties it, jimmy, ball jimmy balls, your idol was
0: right? what what was he? 87 at most yeah you know
1: their their ball always moves you know lefty you know there's always movement on the ball whether it's dropping this way moving this way So that was always the case with with lefties. Yes, there was there, you know, the guys that still could bring it. Like, uh, you know, Billy Wagner could throw it up there. Randy Johnson could throw it up there. It it just was was that way. I I can't really say why. Just that, you know, lefties just didn't need to throw, you know, 95-97 to be successful in the MLB. Were you right another guy? Were you 90 miles an hour, right? And he was—he he had success in the. Now it's—it's becoming a little bit more different. Yeah, but
0: almost every guy throws at least 100. Your, your measuring stick was 97 yeah. before. Yeah. Now it's 103.
1: Yeah, it, it is. And what that's doing to me, truthfully, is—it's nice to have that guy that throws 100 miles an hour. What that, truthfully, to me is doing is—is. Is not giving kids that are pitchers the right. opportunity to play uh, pros in the pro game. You know, you got you know guys that you know throw ninety, ninety one miles an hour can get guys out, but they're not getting that look now because they're not sitting in six miles an hour. Not to me bad because there's a lot of good pitchers. Like you watch if you watch a lot of the NCAA games when it comes to um, you know their the World Series, the college world series A lot of their main guys are guys that throw, you know, upper 80s, low 90s. And they're starting the big games for them. Why? Because they can get guys out. They know what to do, get ground balls. And a guy who gets a lot of ground balls is a guy who can go deep into a game. A guy who strikes out a lot of guys usually doesn't go deep in a game because you're throwing more pitches. Yeah. So that's something that's misses you. You don't see those true pitchers as much. There's no Tom Glavins, Greg Maddox is around anymore. Yeah. And like you said, there's guys. You know, like man, sitting 98, 99 miles an hour now, and some of them are still doing that in the seventh inning.
0: It's incredible. It's incredible. And you being a pitcher, can you even fathom that? Like no,
1: no. It was like. The, the hardest I ever, you know, I touched was, was 90. I sat somewhere around, you know, 86, 87. But, you know, to throw that hard, I would just expect my arm to fall off if I did. You, <laughs> I really you, would.
0: You, the hardest you threw was 90. Think about yep. that. And the, we see some pitchers throwing 13 miles an hour harder.
1: yeah I, I'll tell you, like when I when I was at school, I remember. We we're we we're uh facing a team from marietta georgia and he got drafted by the new york mets and you know we we're sitting at Doug and all you could it's just a different sound of a guy throwing upper 90s it's just all we heard was the seams going and in the pop of the glove i'm like what the heck and the ball looked like a tylenol coming in. that's how small it looked. bless you joseph thank you thank you the but, Ball looked uh, like a Tylenol, just like it, all you hear was the seams go, and it's like, yeah. What the heck? And you know, it's just imagine different... you
0: hear it, imagine you try to hit
1: it. Uh, yeah, like I, I never faced a guy throwing when I was hitting, you know, I never faced a guy throwing a heart, thank god. Worst fear would alone, be
0: imagine, and I don't want to curse anybody, but imagine getting hit by it. Well, it, you
1: more. that that would leave like I got hit a couple times with. Guys throwing you know upper 80s and leaves a mark. Imagine a guy throwing hundred miles an hour. Like you would have Rawlings tattooed on wherever because you were hit. It, for people who don't know, you
0: talk about a baseball. A baseball is a piece of rock. Like honestly, like like it's solid, solid.
1: Yeah, there's just a lo- There's a there's a little rubber ball inside of it that's. W- You know, you got laces all in and and thread and all that stuff. And it hurts, man. Like, when you get hit by that, it hurts. The the worst time I ever got hit was actually when I was pitching and I got a line drive back at me and it went off my ankle. And I tell you, what's that? Did it break your ankle? Uh, No, they thought it was. Like, there's actually a nurse there that thought, My ankle shattered, but like it blew up like a balloon. And to this day, and that happened when I was 18 years old to this day, it still bothers me. So it, you know, there's, there's, it hurts. And it, like, I give it to those guys that can just brush it off and run down. You don't want to show that it hurt you, but I can tell you right now, anyone who gets hit runs down the first base in his mind, he's thinking, gosh, that hurts, but he doesn't want to show that the pitcher got the best on, so he just runs down there, but there will be marks on, on that, that body that was hit with the baseball because it 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 does hurt, man. It, I I honestly think like I played hockey at a high level and I played baseball. Baseball is one of the toughest sports to, to get. As much as people think, oh, it's you know, you don't do very much out there. Like we just said, go and take a st- stick, put it in your hands, and face some guy throwing 95 miles. Let's see how you do. I don't and then that. let's mix it up and throw in a curveball or a slider that starts at you and then bails out. It's it's a tough, tough thing to do. Yeah, let alone that, like you mentioned uh,
0: 20 minutes ago, 162 games compared yeah. to 82 from every other league and let alone the 82 from the other league, maybe one or two they have afternoon games. They always play at 7 o'clock. Here in baseball, 3 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 5 (laughs) o'clock. It's a because I mentioned that because you're playing outdoors mostly. The sun at 3 o'clock is dead. You can't see the ball. 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock, twilight. The the adjustments that the players have to do, 162 games a year.
1: Well, and here's the other thing, Joe, is that Let's look at it this way. So pitchers and catchers report it today. Yep. Let's say that team, whatever team it is, goes and wins the World Series. They're they're playing baseball no for nine months. Yep. Nine months. Whether a league is nine months long. Even even the training camps for these other teams is maybe four weeks long. Yep. MLB starts now and goes to the end of March. Yeah,
0: and and let alone, and if you win the World Series, last year was November fifth or something. They're probably November third this year. So uh, February sixteenth to November third. That then- it's,
1: it's a long grind. It's not obviously it's not as physical a game as what you know NHL and NFL would be, but it's still a toll on your body. They're out there all the time. You know, running on. Basically, in some spots, concrete like the turf is, yeah, yeah. you know, and and start and stopping. And you're that, that's
0: what to, you're expected to come every game because these players, your average player, even even uh, Springer played 130 games. He missed 30 yeah. games, but 130 that's already 82 games in hockey times 60 or times yep, 50. Yep.
1: Like it, it's a, it's a very, like I said, tough tough game. Not not like any physicalness, like the like I said, those two sports. But it is physically demanding game. It is mentally, mentally mentally demanding game. It is, you know, a guy gets in a slump, you know that takes a toll on him. You know, pitchers that that are struggling throwing strikes that takes a toll on them. So there, there's you know, it, it it is as much as people want to say, oh. It's an easy game to play. No, I. It's not, and that's why there's not a heck of a lot of guys that make it to pro sports because it's it's a tough, tough game. Just think about going eighteen games hitless, right?
0: When you talk about hockey, eighteen games goalless—that's a third of the year.
1: Well, and here's the other thing, Joe: is that you got to remember too. A lot of these guys have families, and. Yeah they're nine months pretty much away from, yes, they'll come in and some of them will stay in Toronto or wherever they're at. Yeah, but yeah. these other teams get to go back and after four months or five months of their year, go back and see their, their family, hang out with their family. MLB or MLB doesn't have that. They, they pretty much go from, you know, yep. the start of April till, till the end of September uh, for the season and, and then into the playoffs, right? It's, it's a time. It, it really is. And, more times on the road that they got to go and you know play home here then we're off to the here no days off in between they you know leave a flight on thursday and they're playing friday again there's no there's no time off so it is uh, um baseball to me is 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 a game that as much as i said i played hockey baseball was always my sport i always love doing it and just everything about it that that happens you see things happen and you're like you've never seen before you know and and I, it's every, that's, every day. that's why it's every
0: yeah. day something could happen that we haven't seen before every day all right marty are we going to close out this uh any last comments baseball football anything uh that you want to touch on
1: well we we got uh, I had this discussion with my my son a bit, and we saw that Clevenger is is under investigation now for yeah. from domestic violence, and but they're allowing him to go to spring training. Yeah, and I and I said that you know Bauer was suspended for what pretty much two years, I guess it was. Yeah, and to me, if Bauer was the guy, he would just have shut up didn't post on social media all the time, wasn't a a thorn in the MLB side. You know, Bauer probably would have been back sometime last year and would probably have a contract somewhere now, and the Dodgers might have picked it up. But because he was such a mouthpiece, and he still hasn't learned it. He really hasn't. Whereas Clevenger isn't a guy that bitches and moans. Yeah. You know, he might do his buddies, but he's not on social media doing it. So I think that's why he's allowed to, to be at camp right now. He's he's not as uh vocal as someone like a bauer because there's been domestic violence before in MLB and those players have still they've had a suspension but not a lengthy one like Bauer had. So I think Bauer should just learn to be quiet and I'd be very surprised if anyone picks up Bauer. I I really would be. And and he's not young, so it's like you don't know like. like but we'll, we'll here we'll we'll switch this for a second um, I don't know if you talked about Carr from Las Vegas turning no. down the the deal to to the saints Saints, and I was saying it to my my cousin like he's got to be careful because you know what contracts aren't guaranteed, so Vegas could just say, you know forget you, we're ripping it up, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Carr is not a, like, what was it, 40-some-odd million dollars he just got Roll. taken away from because he didn't want to go to New Orleans? But I, I, Carr and, is and a
0: quarterback. Where are you going to go if you, the people say the Jets, people say Tennessee? There's not a lot of places that you could go where he's, he's going to replace everybody.
1: Rodgers in Green Bay, okay. Here's something that I look at it, and, and the, he got the, the starting role taken away from him, and then what did he do right away? He bailed on the team.
0: Yeah,
1: he stayed home. And what excuse he give? Oh, I want this to be his time. No, you should have been there helping the kid out. Helping. Yeah, yeah. And be there and, and suck it up and, and don't say say, Oh, I'm not showing up. So to me, it's just showing more and more that he's just a me guy. And a lot of teams will not want that around as their as their quarterback. Because he hasn't won. He, he has never won in an the NFL. And and you talk about uh,
0: quarterback. Like, we got to give it to, you know, even though I, uh, Josh Allen, but Patrick Mahomes, man. Well, he,
1: he is just an... Unbelievable! You see him uh, in the
0: second quarter, like, and you talk about f- baseball, physics, the grimace on his face. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't think you thought it's already they were losing big time. Yeah. Philadelphia was inning, and then uh, the hard, yeah, you got the you like, got landed on the the,
1: the the ankle again, went the wrong way, and you could see him limping just before the end of the half. Right, like you, you thought, yeah. oh, Kansas yeah. City's done.
0: But everybody wants to know Marty's Roberts on the halftime show. So give us your thoughts on the halftime show. Were you the under the umbrella, Ella, Ella? Were you shining like a diamond? Were you working, work, 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 work? Come
1: on. If I could have, Joseph, if I could have, if my wife was not sitting to the left of me during the show, I would have shut it off. (laughs) I would have. I would. Shut up, shut up. I did not find it exciting. I did not. I did not find it um, entertaining. When you um, entertaining
0: that that uh, you know the inter? And I'm I'm gonna get in trouble for this, but we just gave birth eight months ago. Nine. Yeah, she
1: ago. right. She's uh, and I don't think hardly anyone knew that she was when she came oh, on the stage. You're like what the heck? Long,
0: like nobody knew that. Yeah. So like, and, and, when when you you're looking at her, She's more than three months.
1: So, yeah, she, she, for- I was expecting her to bring someone out, whether it's Eminem, Jay Z, whoever. I thought they're going to bring, he, she was going to bring someone out to liven it up a little bit, but did not. And I just didn't enjoy it. To so- go from me, extremely liking the halftime show last year to this year going, uh, yeah, she can sing. I'm not going to say she can't sing. It just didn't throw me. I know there's lots of people that loved it. There is. There's lots of people that loved it. I was yeah. not one of them. All
0: right. So that brings up February 11th, 2024 in Vegas, Super Bowl 58 home where the Buffalo Bills are going to be in the Super Bowl. Who would
1: you? You've been saying that for how many years, now, Joseph? I know, I
0: know. but. The one year, I'm going to be right. I got the script, Marty. By the way, the script, the script. You know, whoever makes the scripts, calling Cincinnati and Dallas in the Super Bowl. All
1: right, I, I, I can, I can see Cincinnati. Like Cincinnati's just a team with. Hold on, with there's a guy
0: here them. who covers his eyebrows. Wants to, wants to hear you. You don't believe in the Dallas Cowboys?
1: Nope, nope, nope. I, you know, and you know, he's not, he's not overly impressed with. He calls him Dakota. He doesn't even call him by his uh, DAC. He's calling him Dakota. He was not impressed. All he is. And I said that to him, you know, a few times throughout the years that Dallas cannot win with him as a quarterback. He just makes too many bad turnovers. And that's what's happened. I don't think they can win with him as their quarterback. I so, don't. That brings up
0: Dakota or Derek Carr.
1: I, you know, I, I only reason why I would keep. Prescott is because he's a team guy. He's a stand-up guy. Um, Carr, to me, is not. Like I said, he's not a guy that I don't think Dallas would really like him there. They they like Dak there. Unfortunately, he just makes some bad decisions, but I think they would stay with Prescott as over Carr for sure. I I just hope Washington doesn't say, oh, let's go get Carr.
0: Marty Roberts, I'm thrilled to announce there's there's two announcements. One, as you know, I'm the president of the provinces of Canada, the new mayor-elect America, but I'm throwing my hat. Where's the hat? Anyways, I'm throwing my hat in the ring. I'm running for the mayor of Toronto. Do I get your vote?
1: You do know you have to go to the office every now and then, right, Joseph, if you won the mayor?
0: Listen, listen, don't talk to me about some magic. Bad- man i i can do whatever i want all right whatever i want
1: joseph you would have you would have my my vote but i don't live in toronto so i can't vote for you yeah well whatever
0: all right nobody lives in toronto i got those staff nobody lives in toronto here okay but here it is marty i know you're excited for this one tomorrow we're going to do this every friday at noon now every friday at noon a world-famous soccer show is back, hopefully, back, hopefully, with Giancarlo Alito, with Carmen Asaco really hopefully, and a guy who I can depend on, the Hall of Famer, John Freeman Nelson. I don't care if it's at 11 o'clock. I don't care if it's at noon. I don't care if it's at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. John Nelson will be there. I don't know. Can can you really
1: think about possibly switching that show to 11 p.m. at night? No,
0: because Carmen. So then that way
1: I can watch it and sleep a lot better. No, Carmen is sleeping and eating Nino diversa. Is Is Carmen going to be there tomorrow?
0: Listen, hopefully, Giancarlo will be there, and Carmen Asacco will be there with his long, blushed hair, his team kind of. I got to ask him about the Canadian women's soccer going on strike. Going, what the hell is going on there? They win. Well, I,
1: that's <laughs> a, that's a. Uh, I I thought they were not going to play. And then I heard today on the radio that they are playing. They're being forced to. Well, I don't know. I, I, she... But
0: the one who have have all the insights is Carmen Asackel. So with Marty Roberts.
1: Carmen better here. be there tomorrow to give us the information that we so desperately need we need to know the ins and outs of what's happened with the women's team canada team carmen so make sure you get up brush that pretty hair of yours and get on and tell us what we need to know for the soccer show tomorrow carm
0: and, and by the way go Carmen, go to subway buy me the tuna sub It's cheap on the fridays right?
1: oh my tuna <laughs> You're going to eat tuna from a sub place. Listen, when it's, listen, you don't
0: know the president of prom. If it's free, it's me. All right. Oh, don't worry. I
1: already know. I already know free and you. I don't. All right. So
0: Marty Roberts, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Three and a half hour. Amazing show tonight. Uh, Honestly, Marty, all joking aside, one of the best baseball talks that you seen on independent television anywhere i carried well, you another welcome for hour. that
1: joseph you're welcome for that joseph i carried you for
0: another hour all right <laughs> so go ahead martin tell everybody no, how to it out. to take with
1: with with taylor and justin you didn't let me in you weren't here Oh, you yes i was here. taylor and justin listen i was there he just didn't want me to come in and and you know i asked taylor where my jersey was Your jersey Is going to, it's coming. And is is the trade deadline March 3rd?
0: Yes. So it's a Friday, March 3rd.
1: I am off on March 3rd.
0: All right. Marty Roberts is off. We're going to have a cornucopia of people. Marty Roberts.
1: I am off March 3rd. You know why I'm off March 3rd?
0: I have a concert
1: to go to March 3rd. Who is it? It's I Love the 90s.
0: You love the nineties. With you love, born in the sixties.
1: With um Rob Bass. Rob Bass. Young MC. Young MC man. And Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice Ice baby. Yeah, up at Casino Ram. I'm going to watch this concert. But,
0: but even more. Are you gonna take some of the shekels I pay you and, and throw it into as uh, some betting states or what? Um. Yeah, but unfortunately, backpack.
1: unfortunately, they don't take nothing to pull the arms. I need to put actual coins inside there, Joseph. Wait, wait a minute.
0: Do you know? Do, I just found this out. Canadian Tyler doesn't have money now. They have like a card now.
1: Yeah, they they don't hand you that uh you know Canadian Tyler paper anymore. You got a uh, a rewards card. I guess it is, and yeah, you know what? Actually, some pretty good rewards that they give you. What did they give you? A freak bottle of Gatorade or what? No, they say that, you know, they give you, you know, two times your points and it acts as as actual money so you can use it at the store. Wow, wow. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not a bad uh, a bad deal. Marty
0: Roberts, wait a minute. You're March 3rd, you're going to Casino Rama or whatever, but do yep. you know you and Justin are going to man the great deadline desk? At six a.m., you're working from six a.m. to six p.m. You, and you know what? I, I may, I, me, I may. I'm debating really hard because I gotta comb my hair, do my eyebrows, and other me. Me bring somebody formally of a fired up network who is all fired up to kick your ass. That's
1: what he says. No, he's uh. He he's getting ready for baseball season as well.
0: No, but we're taking trade deadline NHL. Do you think he knows anything about the NHL, he, or he does just talks about the Maple Leafs and the Maple Leafs and the Dallas Cowboys? He that.
1: thinks he thinks he knows a lot about everything, but he knows very little about everything.
0: Are you talking about Norm Ruma? <laughs>
1: All right. Hammerhead alert!
0: Yeah, and that hammerhead never called. My sister's very disappointed. Sending a text. He, every year, I get, I get a call, a text, an email, a Facebook message from the hammerhead alert guy about my birthday. He did it ten days early. That's not my birthday. My sister says. Wait, I'll
1: just look at this way. He was just excited to say it to her. So he got out there early and and said he wanted to be the first one.
0: Marty, much like your friend, he gets excited to see your head. All right. Is this Ryan Reynolds to my...